Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Guess what broke? Okay. Um, not, not the tree topper, right? You said that's no. wood? I love it. Where did that come from? Crate and Barrel. barrel. Oh, my God. I love that thing. Um, It's already broken. So, no, that didn't break. Oh, God. Uh, I know it's not one of those wonderful little candle things because you have a million of them. So, what was it? No, those are in the (laughs) – my my taper candle candlesticks are in the oven right now trying to get the candle (laughs) wax out of them. And I turned off the oven because I was like, otherwise, I'll come in there and they'll just be be a tinfoil tray of broken glass. (laughs) All held together with wax. Yeah. It's a new <laughs> kind of mosaic. That didn't even melt. Honestly, oh my some, God. somebody on Hallmark is going to make a fortune doing that. Oh. Okay, God. what broke? What did you break now? My penguin glass. <gasps> the one I gave you? The one that we knew was temporary, but I thought it would last <laughs> longer than this. And when you said, I know it's just temporary, you gave it to me and you and you said. Because mine broke. I got one for you and one for me. the foot was already broken and you said, oh, I know it's temporary. It'll break. And I smugly thought, well, hers is going to break. <laughs> and it did. I thought mine, I thought mine, I thought I was going to be smugly being like, well, I'm the one with, you know, all Look this Look at me, fancy- year five Christmas. Yeah, I thought, exactly. I thought I'm the one who has all this fancy cocktail glassware that I've had for, mm-hmm. you know, all this time. And I'm going to, I'm going to keep. Tri- How'd you do it? Oh, well. <laughs> I dropped Richie's one-of-a-kind British Airways uh, (laughs) gold-trimmed plate on top of it and shattered that, too. Oh, no. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Was this, was the glass, was the penguin still where it was safely at the back of your counter where it it was when I left yesterday? Under the cupboards? Yeah, kind of. Well, it was on a, it was on a drying mat because I uh, had used it cheerfully and then it was there drying <laughs> underneath the cupboard and then yeah so it and all of this was in, in an effort for me to just get down an old fishazetti bowl that was on top of that british <laughs> british airways plate so that i could sc- desperately scrape out the last tablespoon of neon yellow tostitos queso dip <laughs> to have with the last four ounces of hint of lime chip oh. crumbs <laughs> Did you did you do it? Did you go ahead and eat the cheese? Mm-hmm. Good. I mean, at least there yeah. was. Oh my God, Paige, was his plate British Airways? I mean, I don't, are they even still in business? No, yeah. British Caledonian isn't. Yeah. Uh, so was it from childhood or was it? Oh no, he just. I think he gets the. He has some things like that that he gets off Etsy because he has a. He has like a little teacup and it has the saucer that goes with it and then he has the plate. It's like a three-piece set that he has, and he has the little tea cup, and then he drinks his espresso and stuff out of it. Well, has, you say. Has. It's a two-piece set now. It's a bikini now. Oh, my God. And what did you break here? You broke two things when you were here for Oh, I broke your bottle brush, which is, yeah, um, what I was just checking to see if you're replacing it. No, 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 I know that, but there was something else. The one that I used. 
the one that I used as your as a as, as a, a tel- telephone for my for one of my bits. Um, but you yeah, I just else. can't stop breaking stuff. Yeah, slippery fingers they call me. <laughs> well, when you're not breaking glasses, <laughs> mm-hmm. you did fill some the other day with mm-hmm. something delicious, and I want to know how to make it. Oh, I uh, it involved that. the warm apple cider, which I have purchased. I hope it involved whiskey because I have that. Mm-hmm. I oh, have my rum. hot butter, my hot buttered cider. Was it was it rum though? You can do it with rum. You can do it with whiskey. Okay, you can kind of do it with any spirit. So you can just get any spiced apple cider from the grocery store. I'm not a huge snob about it. If you can't get one that's spiced, it's pretty easy. Just get like whole spices. Mm-hmm. You don't want to use ground spices for this. They'll seize and get weird. So just okay. get like a whole cinnamon or in whole allspice, whole cloves, whatever you okay. can find. Mm-hmm. And you're just going to put them in a saucepan. And it, the longer that you let them sit, the better. But just keep it on a very, very, very low heat and keep an eye on it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when you're ready to to drink it when you're like getting ready to, um, to actually make the drink, uh, just, you have your, you have your cider that's heating on the stove Add a sliver of butter, salted mm-hmm. or unsalted is fine. Salt mm-hmm. is actually not a weird thing to have in a cocktail, believe it no, or not. It improves everything. I think. Yeah, it does. It just brings out the flavors. Um, just don't add extra salt after that. <laughs> right. And then add a little bit of rum or a little bit of whiskey. I really like Centauri House Toki. That's a very, very light Japanese whiskey. I also love Michter's Unblended American Whiskey. Um, But you probably know what whiskey you like. Mm -hmm. Um, And then just add about two ounces or an ounce and a half of whatever whiskey you like or whatever rum you like. To your average mug? Yeah, to about Mm -hmm. about six ounces or however big the mug is that you're Mm -hmm. drinking from. You can just measure that out by mug. Mm -hmm. Um, But this is also something that you can do uh, ahead of time, it's very easy to batch. Um, the longer all the flavors sit together, mm. including the, including the, um, uh, including the booze, everything can sit oh, together. Okay. The only thing I would add last second when you're heating is the butter. Okay. Um, otherwise it'll start to harden. Of so, course. Yeah. On the top, it'll rise to the top, just like gravy when you refrigerate it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, but then, yeah, you just heat it in a saucepan on the stove and then just like when you're heating it, just heat it slowly and then just, uh, heat it just long enough until everything starts to clarify on top and then just pour it right into a mug. It's very easy. Perfect. It's a hot buttered cider. Tis Ugh. the season, man. Can we get a theme song? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, welcome to Nameless Best Friends. I'm so happy to be here, and I'm Paige. Uh, I'm Beth, and I'm also here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're happy to be here because it's round and round time. I am happy to be here, yes. Oh, my God. I love this movie. I'm so excited. loved it. Yeah, spoiler alert. This one's good, guys. Oh, my God. Didn't anticipate it. Shall we dive right in? Hell, yeah, because you know what? It's been a long, hard road. There have been a lot of our Christmas murals going on. (laughs) Lately, oh my Lord. Mm-hmm. and I was just I I am ashamed to say that I didn't think that this one was going to be good because I'm just so fatigued by the idea of a Groundhog Day uh, movie. But there, this was so good; it mm-hmm. was just so well done, and we're going to talk lots about why. But oh my God, it was so good! Did you have a title for this one? Well, my title is. As usual, my title is stupid and lame, so I should always go first. <laughs> and mine was ironically, Merry Go Round and Round. Okay. I realize it was a Hanukkah movie, not a Christmas one. So Merry is a little discordant. And yet I felt darn near Merry watching it. <laughs> also, so I loved it. You've also named a movie Merry Go Round and Round before, I think. Yes, Christmas I have. with a kiss. Yeah. <laughs> see what i mean about like not being gifted at this so what did you name it 500 nights of hanukkah <laughs> oh like 500 days of summer i got it I know. okay stupid. <laughs> yeah um yeah i don't know round and round yeah i think i actually could use a better title just so that people realize it's a it's a holiday yeah, it wasn't a super descriptive title, and round and round made it sound tedious, <laughs> which is what I thought it was going to be. I mean, what about spin the dreidel or something? I mean, a dreidel goes round and round. Which Dreadles. is clearly what it was supposed to be. Well, yeah. See, so you say that, and I didn't think of that even 
until oh. you just said it. So Well, I thought of it because of that, but I just didn't yeah, it, it round and round made it seem like it was going to be a labor and I, that's exactly what I was afraid it was going to be. Well, yeah, exactly. That's why we were dreading it because it was like, oh no, not another groundhog day. Mm-hmm. But boy did they handle this right. Oh, so God. enjoyable. The the groundhog day aspect of it was important and interesting and great and done somehow incredibly in a fresh and new way it's it's like retelling a christmas carol and yet somehow not or romeo and juliet like just being like okay so here's the pitch it's something you've seen one million thousand times and also like it's (laughs) the thing about groundhog day is that it's so meta because the very story is something that you do over and over and over again about doing something over and over and over mm-hmm, again. So it's mm-hmm. like the repetitive nature of doing something repetitively. It's like, but it was just, it was, I mean, we're just going to go on and on and round and round about it. Okay. So what's the movie about? Well, this is not going to tell you. Hallmark oh. didn't, Hallmark just wanted a, wanted to give us a, just a very vague, boring, don't even bother watching this kind of description, which I think does not give it justice, but here it is. Rachel's stuck in a time loop, reliving the night of her parents' Hanukkah party. Can Zach, the nice boy, grandma's <laughs> trying to set her up with help her make it to tomorrow? <sighs> That's it? That's it. Are you kidding? I'm oh not God. kidding. No, no, no. Hallmark hates some of these movies, it seems like. I don't oh get God. it. Um, now, you know what? I'm mm-hmm. going to tell you right now, and I'm glad Jack isn't on this one. I think this might be better than Santa Summit. There, I said it. There, I said it. God, them's fighting words. I know. And you know what? Somebody else wrote to me and Mm -hmm. said, dare I say this might be better than Santa Summit? Give Mm -hmm. Santa Summit a run for the money. And I, you know what? I don't want to say it's better than Santa Summit. I have to see how it sits with me. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. it's very, very close. It is. It's very, very good. I think I said after we watched it, and we watched this one together, you and I, I think I said this was my favorite. I think it's my number one. It's. It's it's directly up there. I'm not sure if it's my favorite or my second favorite. It's it's neck and neck. Well, for it's me, so it's, good. It's for so me, funny. It's, it's neck and neck with with this and my Norwegian holiday. My Norwegian holiday. But I mean, I also loved Haul Out the Holly, Santa Summit, and Never Been Christ. So that's my this is my top five. But um, if I loved brisket, all of these movies would make me hungry because mm-hmm. they always show a beautiful brisket, which is many also of my notes for today are just mm-hmm. I want latkes. <laughs> yeah. So I was really excited that this was a Hanukkah movie because um, obviously Hallmark has um, real is really upping their game there. But those stories have not been told and told and told the way Christmas stories risk. I mean, we God, how many times have we run into the same? plot so i was excited because this necessarily is going to be a little different a little fresh Mm -hmm. yeah definitely and i would like to see more of these too i mean like i'm just i would just why are why are we doing the same i mean i know hallmark it's kind of their thing to do the same thing over and over and over again but to do only one hanukkah movie is a little bit ridiculous they're just countdown to the holidays I mean, I'm yeah. not, you know, I'm, I'm not an, anti-Christmas. I'm just inclusive. If yeah. you're gonna, if you're just gonna make it warm, fun, funny, and have lots of good food on the table, I am there. I know. I, I don't know. I don't know why Hallmark has such an issue and why everything has to be. They just. It feels like they just. Th- it feels like they just. I know Hallmark is better than the other channel we don't watch. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they have inclusivity at all, mm-hmm. but. To have so few people of color, to have only one Hanukkah movie, to have just a bunch of white girls doing Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> just a, it's just a, such a shame. And I mean, I, you know, we haven't talked about that much on this show. That's not really what this show is. We're right. not really, you know, we're not here making that point. We're mostly just talking about what the, sh- what the what movies it is. are, uh-huh. not about what we wish that they were and not, yeah. you know. Well, well, well we are. Except individually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Except for, except for like what the, you know, like what could laterally be done. Yes. But like, you know, but that we do want to just mention that, that obviously on a much grander scale, they could be doing much bigger changes. Yeah. And so, yeah. It would yeah. just add more variety. 
in Hallmark movies, they 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 think that family attention is more fun than I personally find it to be to <laughs> watch. Certainly, oh my let's, god, let's, ditto for divorce. But yeah, exactly. So well, and I mean, and I I'll just say too, it's just like I mean, I and I don't know how many people who listen feel this way, but like as a millennial, I was raised with Christmas being a pretty secular thing. I don't think of as I don't think of religion as being pr- very involved with Christmas. Oh, I right. think Hanukkah is different. I don't know. I am not speaking as somebody who is part of Hanukkah as a tradition or, you know, as Judah or being part of that faith. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. But so I don't need Christmas movies to feel anything. It's just the holiday to me. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's the holiday, the present and the accompanying food. It's, it's, yeah, it's like sparkly things and mm-hmm. high heels and red lipstick and it's all of that. And it's like, these movies are supposed to be just like love and hanging out and mm-hmm. like family and fun and whatever. Mm-hmm. So like to that point, I understand that Hallmark is just trying to do that. That's why I'm so, it's like, why is it, it's such a drag when they like bring divorce and stuff like that into it. It's just like, I just don't need that. So all of that to say, like, I don't need it to be Christmas just because that's what I celebrate. I don't need it to be a blonde girl, like, just because that's what I am. Like, I just need it to be fun and festive. And they sacrifice that all of the time just so that they can tell a sad story about divorce and, Mm -hmm. like, surly, mean people. Like, so... (laughs) And meat hates. So, okay, I'd rather them keep the fun and festive and actually bring in different kinds of stories than what they usually tell. Basically, I wish that like, you know, Christmas with a Kiss was their was their movie where they had people of color, which was great, but the movie sucked. And they that should have done it should have been much better. And there should be more movies with more with more diversity and the movies should be good. This movie was fucking great, and I'm so glad. Mm-hmm. But I'd love to mm-hmm. see more Hanukkah movies, especially I because I yeah, and because I'd like to see more latkes. I'd like to see more latkes. I'd like to see more candle lighting. I'd like to see oh. more of all of that. So I do love the candle lighting, and I love the idea of, of Hanukkah is celebrating the miracle of the little tiny bit of oil lasting eight nights. Yeah, it and seems like that. There's a lot of potential for magic. It seems like that's also exactly yeah. Right. There's a like. Exactly. <laughs> Fewer old white men and beards would be fucking great. Mm-hmm. More candle mm-hmm. lore, please. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let's get into it. Okay, so it opens with Rachel waking up on the seventh night, well, the seventh day of Hanukkah, which happens to be the night her nerdy dad met her cool DJ mom in 1986. So obviously it's the morning, but the but the, they do talk about the night of Hanukkah is the magic part of it. It's not the not the whole day. Whole day isn't magical. It did start with a voiceover so quiet it could barely be heard. It felt like... <laughs> oh, I've already forgotten that. Well, it's because... It's so funny because it actually does remind me of a guest we're going to have on for an, the episode we're doing on the holiday, which I won't say who it is because <laughs> I wouldn't put it past literally anybody, especially he's a celebrity, so you wouldn't put it, I wouldn't put it past fucking anybody to blow us off because, <laughs> you know, you never know he when we're on the holidays. He wouldn't dare. He wouldn't dare. But, um... Uh, when I first met him, he's so funny because the very first second I met him, he w- felt like I was already mid mid conversation with him where like I was still saying hi to other people. And then he was like in my other ear talking to me. And I was like, what are you talking to me? What are you saying? <laughs> I was like, and then I turned around and he was just like, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, hi. What? Sorry. What? Okay. Yeah. Hold on one sec. Like, and that's what this movie felt like <laughs> where mm-hmm. she was talking and it was so quiet. And the movie was like, ring, ding, 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 Credits. She's talking. DJ. Donuts and I was like, "What is happening?" Oh, that's right. That's and it was like right. mid conversation. She's like, "My dad was doing this, and my mom was doing this." Blah, 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 blah. And I was yeah. like, oh, "Okay, all right, gotta keep up." The Ugh. movie was running away without me, and I was like, "Oh God, please let this movie not suck." Luckily, it didn't. Oh my God, I am feeling tearful right now just remembering a part of it that wasn't even. It was just so good. It makes me want to cry. I know. It was just Ugh. so fucking good. It wasn't even emotional it was just good mm-hmm. yeah. I cry I cry when things are good I like I I don't cry when things are sad really but I cry when things like when you hear the perfect like the perfect melody or when mm-hmm. I see like when I hear like the perfect joke even like it's like when I hear that just like something just like rings perfect or like I just get tearful I agree. that's how it just was so well done although to be fair last night Jack and I both cried until we were blowing bubbles out our nose at, <laughs> at Tiny Tim Carol? A tiny Tim in the Muppet Christmas Carol. That's hilarious. Legit cried. Jack cried a lot. 
I mean, really, I had to throw. I had to throw him. I had to hand him more than one tissue. <laughs> so Rachel proceeds to go to Goldberg's Bakery to get an order for her family's party. Um, there's a big line outside, and I hundred percent believe this. There's going to be one great place, right? Isn't that always the case? There's the one great place where everybody gets their X, Y, or Z and has to wait for mm-hmm. it. Georgetown cupcakes of old, yes. Exactly. So, so, uh, but you know, so that's how, that's where we begin. And uh, there's, and there's an a chatty woman. woman behind her. Yeah. Is her name Daphne or am I making that up? I have I no like idea. The woman's name is, oh, no, I think it is. Uh, yeah. So her, the old woman in line with her mentions her neighbor's nephew, um, you know, is available because, oh, because Rachel's on the phone with Adam, mm-hmm. not her not boyfriend, my Adam. <laughs> hope. <laughs> And he's saying that he, he can't make it after all. He's, he can't meet her family. He's sick. He got plain sickness or whatever. Not He has he has an airport cold. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so she leaves with her donuts only to run into a guy. Literally. Yep. And then he said and then he calls it well, and they're right out front of <laughs> it's right out front of the donut store and there's a musician. Who's playing mm-hmm. a song in what appears to be a an ugly sweater pajama set suit? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. a lot of different things. And he's playing like he's like he's a guy with a guitar in an open guitar case busking. Yeah, and then the donuts go flying, and then the and the guy is saying it's trail it'll, spice. <laughs> it'll be okay. Yeah, it'll be okay. It's just pick it up. It's fine. And she says, "I'm not I'm serving not my mother's my mom dust." dust. <laughs> so funny so it started off oh my god it yeah was, she's like well i'm not a, feeding my mother dust so it was a, a meat hilarious it was that, a meat hilarious we, we rarely finally oh yeah. my god so oh my he's god. in a hurry too though and he runs off leaving behind my my note here is something because we find out later yeah it's like a little box yeah and then she goes home and then she her dad is there and mm-hmm. he's kind of he's kind of like a funnier kind of goofier Stanley Tucci type. Mm-hmm. And he's wearing mm-hmm. uh, an apron that says I love you a latka, which mm-hmm. was my first time saying I want latkas. Mm-hmm. But not um, and it's my birthday. Eve. It's my birthday Eve when we were recording this. So I get mm-hmm. any dinner I want tonight. And mm-hmm. I was thinking ramen, but. Now I want latkes. <laughs> no kidding. Fly Carolyn in to make some for you. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I have a note. Rachel Maddow is there. Turns out to be <laughs> frosted tip. Frosted Rachel Maddow. Tip. <laughs> I loved her immediately, but partly because I love Rachel Maddow. I guess. Yes. Uh, that is. Um, she's, uh, she's another Rachel's- one with soothing with soothing energy. There yes. are a lot of oh there god. are a lot of like secondary characters with extremely soothing energy in mm-hmm. this in these movies this mm-hmm. year, and Daisy in. Uh, Godforsaken Cherry. Cherry Lane. Cherry Lane mm-hmm. was one mm-hmm. of them. Yep. And there have been a lot of them. So is Zane in Cherry Lane. But I'm, that's the only movie I guess I can yes. think about right now because we've had to do one and a half episodes. Yeah, for God's sake, shut up about that movie. We, we must find a way to move on. I know. But there but there have been a lot of those secondary characters who've been very, very cool energies. And she is she also is, one of them. She is, in fact, named Bex in the movie. Oh, yes, Bex. And Bex. Uh, yeah, we figured that out later. But anyway, her, that is Bex, and it turns it it is her sister Shoshana's wife. But we we haven't met Shoshana yet, and Love so Shosh. so far we've met the dad and 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 Bex, and then she she goes upstairs to get Shoshana. Shoshana is sitting there, heavy and pregnant, and listening, trying to listen to the last ten minutes of her crime podcast. Her true podcast. crime podcast. Finally, we've been talking oh, about wanting some. So we're like, where are the girls who listen to true crime podcasts? Where mm-hmm. are our true crime girlies? Because there are the. We are out here. I'm in the middle of one right now called Teacher's Pet. If anybody's interested, it's very, very good. It was recommended by the girls on Red Handed Podcast. Well, yeah. So, so we love Shoshana just for yes. that. She's yes. beautiful. They have the sisters have a fantastic rapport, which is. Oh my god! Such great sister chemistry. The very pregnant sister has to get up, and she's like, "Give me a hand." She's like, "Nope, you can do it. You can do it." 
She's like, you are a woman. Here you are. You got this. <laughs> but she couldn't get out of the beam. I thought that was so funny. And she's just like. Muttering just, about they should be illegal when she's walking out of the room. Oh, my God. I remember being Wobbling that on heels. Oh, my God. Oh, I don't even need awful. to be pregnant. I just feel like that about getting out of a beanbag chair. True. Yep. And then when they leave that room, too, we find out that Hanukkah is going to be hosted at the sister's house next year. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God, here we go. Here's going to be the Hallmark thing where. Rachel's going to be mad at her sister. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a whole thing. And I was just ready for that because it's always some like they have a sentimental connection to having the holiday hosted at the parents' house. And they're Mm -hmm. for some reason arbitrarily betrayed by the Mm -hmm. idea of it being hosted somewhere new. No, Mm -hmm. they're not. Mm -hmm. It's just this whole thing. It's it's brought up because uh, because Bex says something about the dreidel lights like, oh, I want I don't know. Oh, those those old things might not make it to our place next year for the next celebration. She's like, oh, you're hosting at your place next year? And they're like, oh, we didn't mention it yet. Oh. And then she's like, oh. And then it's not a whole thing. It's yep. not like the premise. It's not like a whole angst that needs to be figured out. They're arm in arm in the next scene. No, but it was realistic. It's just because a small that, that is the way things go and decisions change about the way families are going to do something. And somebody is necessarily the last to know and always feels a little like, oh, huh. You know, yeah, and, and it's not their real. And it's then it just, doesn't have to become an ordeal. And it's not there, and it's not forgotten either. It's mm-hmm. just there to demonstrate that things are changing and Rachel's a little bit feeling left behind. Yeah. That's it. It's not there to be forgotten, and it's not there to be a whole fucking thing where she's going to be a big baby. It's not there like in... Um, uh, oh my God, what's the one where the adult woman throws a hissy fit in front of the new partner and is just like, you can't be dating a new, <laughs> like, and oh, it's a Christmas Stitches one where she makes it the entire, the, the, the mom's boyfriend. Yeah. Where she like yes. creates a new sweatshop and, and she work. makes everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, that was, no. um, <laughs> so yeah. So I, I, I just, I mean, I already have written the sister relationship is adorable. Immediately. I liked everybody as one by one as they're introduced. I liked them. I enjoyed them. And it looked um, fun. Mm-hmm. She didn't, she I wasn't dreading going home. I wasn't dreading going and joining them. Nope. It just, she was just, it was just, she was home for the holiday and it seemed like, a, or she was home for the night celebration and mm-hmm. she seemed happy to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Harvey shows up with, a kid who's, I guess, her younger cousin. He mentions the group chat. I don't know why I noted that, except for perhaps because I it's just that too. realistic. I noted that exact same thing. I just, I, I just said I like that there's a group chat. And it was funny because in the group chat, I, that might be why I noted it. Mom already told everybody that her boyfriend is Rachel's boyfriend is not showing up. Yeah. So the group chat was made everybody was aware of her business <laughs> yep. before she told anybody. Mm-hmm. So. That was pretty funny. Uh, her funny. other cousin, oh, I can't remember her name because I didn't know it yet, so I didn't note it. Shows up with an English accent. Oh my god, I almost remember too. And Unlike she, most of these nameless people, mm-hmm. usually I usually I actually like noted these people. Well, she's brought donuts in a very elaborate, almost sidecar looking box. And oh, what was it called Tartan Soul? Oh, it should Tart- be if it wasn't. It was a <laughs> it was a festive name, Tartan. Tartan Soul. It might have been that. It was something like that. I might have noted. That's it not somewhere. even. That's year round. That 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 works. If it, it was isn't, something like we that. should steal that and open a donut shop. <laughs> I don't even like donuts that much. I love donuts and I would like that. Anyway, I also <laughs> note food looks delicious. I love latkes, so I guess we said that a whole lot. Well, when her when the cousin shows up with the British accent, it's like it's very clear that she's Madonna Lindsay Lohanning, and she's like, mm-hmm. and she's like, okay, okay, well, you've lived there three years, so okay, mm-hmm. and then, uh, and because she's like, oh, we've got to have a chin wag, and I've got my flat, and oh this, God. and it's like oh a very, you know, it's really annoying and funny, and then she she works at a lit agency, and then she, and then our, our character Rachel is like, she's like, well, you know, and she's like belittling Rachel, and she's like. Well, it's a massive publishing house and I'm an editor and, you know, and there was nothing in this entire movie that was insanely wrong about publishing. No. There was was... nothing insanely wrong about literary agencies or anything. No. Nothing crazy. Mm -hmm. They also just didn't say, they didn't make any massive claims either, which I thought was great. It was just, yeah, like it was great. So Grandma Rosie comes in. Now, Grandma Rosie looked really, really familiar to me and uh, I'll never know why, but- she was in. She was in Five Star Christmas, I think, and I think that might have just oh. been why. Because okay. whenever we look up anybody we really like, they were in that movie. Because I love that movie, <laughs> and I think that that is why. Well, she played a great grandma. 
character that not great grandma but <laughs> she was a she was a good grandma uh and she wants to introduce rachel to zach the painter who's very creative and um and of course rachel has no idea or no interest in being introduced to somebody her grandmother wants to set her up with fair fair <laughs> then and then, then we do the guy who knocked into her and ruined the donuts and we have the you you yeah. line, which is fine in this movie because I'll forgive any little whatever. <laughs> no, they <laughs> even, the they seemed hilarious. aware of it, though, even, you know? Yeah, but- it, exactly. It seemed almost like an inside joke. It almost seemed like a we've seen a Hallmark movie before kind of mm-hmm. line. So it was fine. So um, that is Zach, by the way. So yes, it our, it's out- our, our leading man. Yeah. And the one that Rosie, Grandma Rosie, wanted to hook her up with. And so she gives him what he dropped when when they met, when they collided, yeah. when they meet, the when they meet hilarious. hilarious. And it turns out that it's an elaborate little box that he has his Dungeons and Dragons dice I in, can't which, remember the, the die off. Jack would know the word. He would, but I don't. And it was still funny. And she was so derisive about it. And it the dexahedron something something dice. Yeah. That he was given by some grandmaster something something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he just, he saves them. They're special. He has them in this special box. Yes. And then later she's given a dreidel by Grandma Rosie. Mm-hmm. This is the first time we've known almost everybody's name. I know. I know. Since Santa Summit when we knew everybody's name. And I almost remember all their names to this day. Um, and all you need to know is Stella. I know. You love Stella. Um, <laughs> so they're doing a dreidel game that looks really fun by the fire. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. looks cozy and cute. Um, and then there's a fire, uh, that appears to be because of the dreidel lights that they'd been discussing earlier, mm-hmm. the little blue dreidel lights that look cute. Yeah. Uh, and then she did note they, they, they put that, they put that out there first by saying these are pretty old. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was, that was very much foreshadowed earlier. And yet realistic because every time I plug in something old, I get a little nervous. I know. And I have hence a lot from I, my mom's house. Hence why I had to replace my dead tree. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And then that's when we get our first Groundhog Morning, which is when she wakes up. And I think it's cute that she's wearing themed pajamas. I just liked that as a character note that, like, because it's Hanukkah, she's wearing mm-hmm. little Hanukkah pajamas. I just thought that was a cute. I thought it was cute because I like somebody who likes a theme. Yeah. So Very it made cute. me like her more because it's not like she's some, you know, she's not a snarly character who's just like, Ugh, holidays are a slog, you know? Mm-hmm. She's just like, she's at home. She's a woman who lives by herself who's just wearing them because they're festive and that's just nice. <laughs> I would 100% be that person. I am I that had, person. If I had gotten out my Christmas stuff this year, which I really didn't. Yeah. So I guess I'm a little scroogey this year, but yeah, loved it. You have just had knee surgery. I think that's counting for a lot. Yeah, that's true. And you so did they, go get us festive drinkware that I have promptly broken. So well, I broke, I broke, my, I don't like to brag, but I broke mine first. <laughs> Which is why so, I sent you home with the good one, hoping I that know. you would, uh, I had no, I had no hope, I had no high hopes for it. Uh, it they were extremely delicate. Very thin. Um, so then she wakes up and it happens again. And then she runs into the guy again and, you know, all happens again. It's Groundhog Day, so we don't need to. But I, my it. note is they spare us the endless go round, and she tells him Zach what's going to happen. It does, and he believes her. Yes, thank you. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. This time, <laughs> but one thing, one one note that I have from the from the first go go round is that she calls it her his nerd box, uh-huh. and I've noted this because I've started to notice that um that something that's happened lately that I've been seeing is that there's been a little bit of a resurgence in words like nerd uh-huh. <laughs> not in a like i'm a nerd <laughs> like no, stupid ways but yeah not in that but like because i think that for a while people were being so sensitive and so careful mm-hmm. that they wouldn't write that line in because mm-hmm. it's just like you can't say nerd because it's like a because it's like you know that like everybody's entitled to their interests and whatever but i like that they wrote nerd because it's funny <laughs> it's yes. just funny for her to call him a nerd because it's like there's nothing wrong with what he likes and there's also nothing wrong with him calling him a nerd because it's funny. <laughs> exactly. So I liked that they had that line in there because it's a fucking nerd box and that is what it is. 
Absolutely. And, and also there's nothing wrong with the fact that he plays Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. Um, and the movie knows that. So it was funny. And then, yeah, there was like a montage of them skipping through a bunch of days over and over again. And it was mm-hmm. very, very generous of them to not <laughs> put us through that. I was going to say merciful. Yeah. Uh, but then they, they so they'll pause now and then just for meaning or for a joke or whatever, like if they're advancing it. And one of the times they did, she runs into him and tells him about his black boxer. You're wearing black boxer briefs with an itchy label. And he looks at her, you know, a bat, uh, uh, he looks aghast. And she says, you, <laughs> you told me to tell you that. Yeah. So you'd believe me. So like, we kind of like, we're, we're, we see her getting to know him a little bit, like a little bit more on each of these days uh-huh. and how she keeps on each of these individual days trying to convince him and whatever. So at some point we end up at a comic book shop Mm-hmm. Kind of a nerd shop because they sell like records and stuff like that too, mm-hmm. um, and other like and games and things like that. It it looks really fun, and I was saying it really reminded me of uh, the OC mm-hmm. where yeah, Seth yeah. and Ryan and everybody hung out at that weird like outdoor mall that they would hang out in. Mm-hmm. And uh, but so at one point they're like they bring in oh, another. Plus character. he was all um, Seth and Ryan were also so into the the playing the video games. That's how they first bonded and yeah it was all the all the nerdy stuff which is cute which yeah you know make fun of jack for yeah exactly i could totally see this this whole plot line have going on have gone on too Mm -hmm. so they bring in this character there too who's like helping them to figure out what's going on and they're like bringing in this like a friend of his a friend of his friend slash co-worker or is it the guy who works at the comic shop no because he's a painter he's a painter so i think it's just a friend yeah but at one point, they say that in Groundhog Day, Bill Murray lived 34 years. Of this, yes. And she was so horrified by that. I am horrified great, by that. What a great addition that is. No, he would have been insane, though. I mean. Oh, my God. I mean. Very, very quickly. So. Oh, my God. I know. I can't. I, can't, I honestly can't watch Groundhog Day again. To, to I've never seen Groundhog Day. And yet. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh. Yeah, you have. Bill Murray's yep. great, though. I know. He really is, which is why it took me until last year to see Scrooged. Yeah, and I was just going to say, year, Jack hasn't seen Scrooged. That might oh, be my God. It's so good. Oh, I know. I know. I've seen it. I had not seen um, Ghostbusters until really recently. Mm-hmm. And yet I love Bill Murray, but then they're, they're missing all these Bill Murray things, but I love him. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so we, so then he, she has all these guys who kind of like love they Marvel add, movies. She and adds, love, oh, well, the, the part where Madonna, I have in quotes, is arguing with him about the Avengers is great. Yeah, when they, when they're talking to the Madonna girl, mm-hmm. <laughs> the friend that they introduced, who I don't know his name. So that nameless best friend, mm-hmm. he's saying, he, they, they step out on the front porch and then he says, she's seen every Marvel movie. And then Zach, the main character, is like, I think we're annoyed by her. Aren't we annoyed by her? And then and then Rachel nods and she's like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, we're annoyed by her. Get on board. And I just loved that. I mean, because like their relationship, Rachel's and Zach's was so easy. And like, they're just, and he'd said like, do we ever get together? Like, and, and that was reminding me of the good place too. Like of like uh-huh. Eleanor and Chidi's relationship of like, she knows and like she's been through this a million times and he doesn't know and whatever. And like, I I just, 
it was so great because, and also it felt very wholesome and whatever. That was actually one of my only notes is that for some reason they were like talking about Shirley Temple's a lot. And I was kind of like, give these people some real drinks. Like, <laughs> I love a Shirley Temple. I still Stop. need to do the Shirley, drink, Shirley Temple drink for the, um, for the uh, Patreon. I still haven't put that recipe up. Oh, today. I'll do it today. Um, and so, yeah. And then there was also the reference to Superman flying so fast around the world, it goes backwards. And I can't mm-hmm. believe Jack missed this movie because yeah. first of all, he would have thought it was hilarious, but these were so many Marvel and Superman, all these references that are such Jack core. <laughs> yeah. This was, this was a good one. Someday we will have him do it. I know. And yes. then, um, this movie is basically focused on two days where she has the most breakthroughs with Zach and with the nameless best friend, and basically their little like comic book store, like magical mystery team. <laughs> like, so they're like going through all these different mm-hmm. comic book theories and video game theories and all these different movies mm-hmm. and all these different, like, all this different lore and trying to figure it out. And it's that's like when her connection is the strongest. And then on one of those days, they kind of figure out like she mentions that she has this boyfriend. They're like, wait, you have a boyfriend? She's like, yeah, like he, he didn't show up. And they're like, well, wait. And then, oh, and he goes oh, to call her. She's been declining his calls every yeah. incarnation. And then she, they're like, wait, you decline his call? What do you mean? And she's just like, well, he just calls me. And it's like and it's just like background noise. And I'm not going to answer that. Like, he's just he's just like it's a butt dial. And she's and then he's like, they're like, well. You have to answer it. And then like, then they're like, well, we have to listen to the voicemail. And Uh then Zach listens to it. And then he's like, oh, this is an 80s cover band that plays down. Like, this is an all female. It was a butt dial. Important. It's not a voicemail per se. No, it's a voicemail of butt butt dial. So it's a recording of a voice of a butt dial. Exactly. So then he he listens to it and he says, oh, this is an all female 80s cover band, (laughs) like saxophone cover band. And then she's like, how the fuck did you know that? Yep. (laughs) She doesn't say that. (laughs) And then. She's like that. And then the nameless best friend is just like, oh, he's like, this is exactly his stuff. Like, he, he, this is the kind of thing he knows. And so then he's like, we're going down there. You have to confront him. Like, maybe this is why you can't get back. And so then she's like, okay, we're going to go down. And so then they go confront him. And then he dumps her. And he's just like, like, oh, I, I didn't want to dump you on the holidays. Like, that's so sad. And so mm-hmm. then he dumps her like the second there's like the second that there's a silence. He's like, I don't I don't want to be with you anymore. And she's <laughs> like, oh, and it's hilarious. And then she like he's on his way out the door and then Zach pumps her up and gives her a pep talk. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to go give him what for. And then she goes she goes up to him and it's like this total like Jennifer Lawrence core, like charming Sort of like she goes up to him and she's like, she's like, I don't know how to be scary. And she's just, he's just like, just go be yourself. And she hisses at him. And she's just like, it's <laughs> literally, so, literally hisses at him. It's so funny. It's so funny. I mean, it just like, it's, we can't just, it's like trying to tell a dream. It's like, you just have to like see it and laugh. And it's, it's just, it's, I can't tell you why it's funny. It's just funny. Well, there's another funny part that we didn't mention that does become relevant or it just, it's worth mentioning. Um, that fire caused by the, the faulty wiring in Mm -hmm. the, in the dreidel, um, lights, she addresses that. She says there's going to be a fire and and then, so then she fixes the lights and it happens again. And then she, you know, like it happens anyway, because it was the fire no matter what. And at one point they just cut to a scene where they're standing up because always the fire department is called. So at one point, you know, instead of putting us through the whole night, they just cut to a scene where they're standing outside outside of the house and she's holding in her arms like a baby a clearly burned fire extinguisher (laughs) so she has tried everything like getting the fire extinguisher ready in advance because she's realized she can't stop the fire she doesn't know where it's going to come from because if she fixes the lights it's going to be the overhead lights or whatever but yeah so that's all inevitable it's kind of what you were saying about the o henry story that we had we had to cut that for time that you mentioned in the last episode good because i didn't remember it well enough yeah but but it was the it's that the gun is always fired you know Mm -hmm. so it's it's kind of that and it's it's the it's it's just hilarious and it's around here the the that's when she wakes up the next day the the fixing it with the boyfriend didn't work you know, like the the, yeah. the the confronting him didn't work. And she's like, God, I have to do this all over again. So then she has to she has to confront or she has to she has to convince 
Zach again. He's yeah. given her another way. He says, like, show up at my house and say this thing. So she shows up at his house again. But he's in a bad mood that time. And I thought that mm-hmm. was interesting, too. He is not. And this adds dimension that I always felt like was kind of lacking in Groundhog Day when it was the same thing happening over and over again. And, and the other person was always the same. I'd be like, especially 34 years of this person always being exactly the same. Oh How do you gosh. fall in love with them? It, that time she showed up outside of his house, he was in a slightly grumpier mood and he wasn't he wasn't having any of it. Mm-hmm. And I liked that because I liked yeah. the idea that we continue to have variables no matter what. Yeah, because if you someone shows on. up, because if someone shows up at your house and you mm-hmm. haven't had your coffee yet or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, mm-hmm. someone shows up at your house and has a van and your friend is waiting in it, you know, like it yeah. just is a different. It's a different thing. But once she talks to him and gives him the lowdown and says what he told him told her to say, uh huh, um, he does believe her and he she is there with his friend and whatever, and then, um. And they hmm. don't put us through the torture of that conversation over yes. and over again. No, there we don't just have to watch different him. ways to convince him every time. And we don't, they just, they, they convincingly set us forward to where, okay, the, the conversation has taken place. He's on board. Yes. Thank and you. then thank you. That is when we, that is when, that's when they're in her room. Uh, they're in her childhood room because this is at her parents' house. So it's not weird that she's in her childhood room. I think that's where the coats go. And yeah, that's where the party is held. So not in her room. But <laughs> <laughs> Come on over. We're having a party in Paige's childhood room. <laughs> uh, no, they're in her. She and Zach end up in her uh, childhood room, bedroom, probably looking for clues as to how, what can we do differently to get you out of the cycle. And as they're poking around, he finds her in zinc tickets and that she saved the stubs from and makes mm-hmm. fun of her for that, which is hilarious and brings more Dungeons and Dragons jokes into it. And uh, also he sees her uh, manuscript that she's written for a young adult novel that she put away. She always wanted to be a writer. That's why she, uh, she became an editor. got into the business via being an editor. And so, yeah, that's yeah. that was um, – but that was fun. And it, it, it just – I can't even imagine the, – they, they use the childhood bedroom unchanged so much in these movies – I changed mm-hmm. my childhood room so many times. And in fact, I guess the problem is I lived at my mom's house again and again. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was, as an adult. It was my adult room too now and then. Yeah. Um, but so I never had the time capsule room, but I always, I find it's always a pretty fun device. Mm-hmm. I like it too. And then, so that's how she learns that she needs to share her book with the world and figure out like she needs to, that that's but to give the, it a try. It's not yeah, that that works. see that I'm, I'm even defending this. It's not a grandiose idea. It's like you should publish it. This is pretty good. He's reading the pages, you know? Yeah. It's like so that's when she figures out like that maybe the that the book might be the key that maybe, mm-hmm. you know, sharing a vulnerable side of herself, maybe locking away her book mm-hmm. and not and not and not sharing that has been part of the problem that mm-hmm. maybe it'd be, and it's totally true because all one needs to do is spend the first part of this movie and see how many times she sort of makes passive aggressive mentions about her career. You can hear it in the way that she talks about her career that like that there's something there. So, you know, you can tell, and it's a well-written character. You can tell that there's something about her career that isn't quite, you know, she's like, She's. She, you can tell that she loves her career and she lo- that she's proud of it, but also you can tell that there's something to it that she that that there's something behind it. So, uh, and then that this is the only there were only a small small handful of things in this movie that felt a little bit uh, off, and this one was when the London girl breaks character and suddenly comes in with this Bronx accent uh-huh. and is just kind of like actually you know like i'm really unhappy in london and i haven't made any friends and you know i i actually don't you remember that this is how i talk and actually that accent's fake and it's really funny presumably that character break happens in every single iteration Uh, or presumably it happened because something different happened in that iteration but we didn't see it wasn't like we saw her say something different to her and say you know what Stop with the English accent. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're doing. It wasn't like she lost patience and then that happened. And then she was just like, actually, you're right. You know, it wasn't like something happened. Yeah. There was just all of a sudden she's laying vixen like across her teenage bedroom <laughs> bed. And we don't know why. Right. And like it just instead that scene was unprompted and it was isolated. And mm-hmm. I didn't know where it came from. That scene was just an island in the plot. Okay. And so I didn't yeah. know why. 
Yeah. And so it just, it lived alone. Yeah. And so it didn't seem to be in existence with anything else. But one thing that's happening with that character that's cute is that in any of these iterations, we find that she always ends up with the guy who, the nameless <laughs> best friend guy who's friends with Zach. Yeah. So they're, because she just is like nerdcore Marvel girl with that guy. And it's very at, cute. At heart, even though what she's projecting is international woman of mystery, you know? Yes. Like, I, I'm from London. Yeah. I work at a publishing house there. Yeah. Or she works at a literary agency. Is it? Oh, she's a literary agent. That's right. Perfect. Okay. I didn't pick that up entirely, I guess, because I was just obsessing about other things. I wasn't wondering. Yeah. So I knew she was in publishing, but Rachel is also works for a publishing house. So that, that actually works right. pretty well together. And my goodness, what a literary family. Which oh. is something you know I so like. So unrealistic. Yeah. And for context, for everybody who doesn't know us deeply, which is fair. Uh, Beth is an author. I'm an author. Both of Beth's sisters are authors. All published, not all just pu- bloggers. <laughs> no. Yeah, all published. This is when there somebody suggests that there's a similar timeline uh, bending thing that they could look to this video game to get answers for. And then she's like, oh, yeah, we beat that game a loop ago. Yes. So, like, they've been figuring these things out. I love that they'd already out. thought of that. That was so funny. And he couldn't believe they'd beat it, which meant that her contribution, that made me think of the Grace Kelly being oh my God. In, in, rear in Rear Window, window. Helping, helping solve the grisly murder through the very girliness Yes, that the guys couldn't do without that her. He's been, that he's been criticizing her for, thinking she's wrong. And then mm-hmm. it is that very quality he thought made her wrong for him that helps him solve the most vexing, you know, question he has. I just got chills. Rear Window yeah. is just my favorite. I oh, love that is a perfect Grace movie. Kelly and that movie. Mm. Oh my god. Um, so everybody in there. Wendell Corey played a great cop friend. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah, he's so cool. So um, yeah, I. But they're also. I think we're we're being really remiss in not mentioning that they spin the dreidel every night. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Sorry. Just with obsessed the, with all this, everything else in this movie. It's hard to mention everything. And yet I think that is the point because they're spinning it right every night. Is that when? Every night they play the game. So that's when I have that this guy is Jim Halpert because Zach is very much Jim Halpert in this movie oh. too. He's very, he's got a lot of those vibes. They pick up. Uh, that's a really interesting up, point. That's true because how does Jim Halpert manage to be so quiet and yet confident. Not, the, not the best friend, not the friend zone. Yeah, but, he's so not. he is exactly that. He's this guy is easy. He's but he's leading man material, and he's not weird about her having a boy. Well, answer the phone. He's not like, well, who's Adam? Well, at first, at first, but uh, but then, so okay, so okay, <clears throat> we're gonna get there because then okay. they're in like the last the last iteration here. Mm-hmm. She kisses him. They're in the back of the van. Uh-huh. She kisses him. I was genuinely shocked. Uh-huh. Um, I and then she in the last iteration she dumps her boyfriend Adam the second that he says he can't show up she's like you know what I know you don't want to be my family it's all good let's just call it quits yep and as soon as that happened she already knows from previous iteration he was gonna dump her he's gonna dump her anyway yeah and I knew as soon as that happened I was like this guy's gonna show up I just knew Mm. it um and I loved that that was the last wrench because usually in these movies at the 11 minute mark, there's always a last wrench. And I, lo- I love that it wasn't a stupid misunderstanding, yeah. which is why I don't like the last thing that happens in this movie. There's one stupid thing that, I, that has happened that they didn't need. Okay. Um, which was that Adam shows up and everyone's like, oh my God, your boyfriend came. We're so excited Look to meet him. Look who's here. She walks yeah. in and he's already there. He's, he's already, already chatting there everybody up. And charming everybody, which yeah. was great. Yep. Um, I really would have loved if the twist here then was that Zach was super cool, calm, and collected. Mm-hmm. Instead, he gets really pouty and mad at her. And that is the one thing. Everything else, I've, ha- I've said a little tiny, couple tiny tweaks. And we're doing right here, I think, the how would you fix it? Because I honestly, this yeah. is the only thing. Yeah. He's really pouty and kind of a big baby about it. And I think that it was really stupid. Because, yeah, didn't because we to have be. to remember this was again the first day he's met her to him. And yeah. so he should have just they should have shown some disappointment across his face and shown him, you know, manning the fuck up and not yeah. being like, well, who's he? You know, yeah. shit. she was just because what she should have because then because he didn't she's like been dragging. Yeah, she asked him to like help her with this crazy scheme and whatever. Uh-huh. And so he just should have been like. 
you know, and she didn't mention that he had a boyfriend. She had a boyfriend or whatever, but it was very, and I know that these movies are famous for like, just say the thing out loud and then there's no problem. Mm -hmm. But yes, this movie could have really benefited from her saying, I Mm -hmm. told him I didn't want to be with him and he showed up. It's really not cool that he showed up. Mm -hmm. And for her to just say in every other iteration, he dumps me really publicly and you're there and you helped Mm -hmm. me like get my confidence up to tell him what for. Mm -hmm. And here he is like showing up and charming my family. It's really fucked up. That would have been a great scene. That would have been a great scene because she could have said, you gave me the confidence to just head this off at the pass and look what happens. It's just another guy who only wants what he can't have. Yeah. So let's just get rid of him. He's not part of this. He's not helping us figure out the answer. And he could have had 0.2 seconds of being like, wait, so you do have a boyfriend? I'm confused. And she she could have said, listen, I don't have time for this. I'll explain it to you later. That would have worked for all of us, right? Because we already know the answer. And we already know that there's got to be a million things that she said to him. I will explain it later. We don't have time. Just trust me. Your underwear itches. You told me this before. Blah. Yeah, but also she he trusted her all day. So this yeah. would have been just one minute. And we could have just had the moment of tension, kind of the bomb under the table thing of just yes. having having him having us wonder the way that you would in real life, like is, is he gonna, gonna forgive me in t- is he gonna yeah. f- is he gonna forgive me in fifteen minutes or is this gonna be everything? And then mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. at the end of the fifteen minutes him gonna be like, The guy sounds like an asshole. Yeah. And then you'd be like, oh my God, the relief. He's a good dude. Oh yes. my God. Mm-hmm. That would have been great. Mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. that's my only fix for this movie you know that was that was so stupid uh-huh. um 100%. so then the the end of this movie is really just well i guess there's one other little stupid thing but um <laughs> then at the end she 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 wakes up the next day having fixed this mm-hmm. and then her dad comes to, she like wakes up she's like oh my god yes it's december it's the next day it's december it's 14th uh-huh. it's december 14th which Thank is my you. birthday and the day that this episode is coming out so woohoo <laughs> this movie's in real time and uh so it, she wakes up and her dad comes up and it's just like oh you're uh-huh. awake and then she and then he goes to pick up the dreidel and she's like no 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 dad don't touch that and he goes oh it's fine honey it, it only it only the the time loop thing only happens on the seventh night. And she's like, wait, you know? I was so shocked by that. Oh, that, my that God. Was you and I were like, oh, what? my God. I oh, my God. Uh, so casual and everybody knew. And she's like, Shoshana? Yes. He's so like, her sister knew and everything. It's oh. a whole family tradition. He's like, oh, oh, I needed some, I needed some convincing. I was dating another woman when I met your mom. It's oh. the, it's the whole family tradition thing. And it's how you meet, you you spin it when you're in the company of your soulmate and then time yes. loops and that's how, and it happens seven times or something like that. Like it. it's so, so cute. Good. It's so, so cute. And grandma Rosie knew everybody knew it's a everybody whole thing. Knew. <sighs> it's oh. just adorable. And then, so good. and he said, and then she's just like, but I guess he wasn't my soulmate because I'm here now. And he's just like, how many, t- how many times, how many nights are there in Hanukkah? And then he says, this thing only takes you so far. And yes. then she's like, and then it's a very cute line. And then she goes to the senior center, which is where Grandma Rosie is and where Zach is. And then he's like helping with something. And then she goes and she apologizes. And again, that's like a secondary part of why I think this thing was dumb because she doesn't owe him an apology. And no. I again, it leads to the, the woman having to go apologize to the baby boy and then just let, <laughs> so that he lets her kiss him. And yeah. I just <laughs> didn't need that. And then this is the second thing that I think is a little silly, which is that she, then, she, then she's like, oh, your dice box. It's not to protect your dice. It's to protect this. And she pulls the dreidel out. In it. She and then she out puts the it in the box. Her grandmother has given her every night for seven nights. And she puts the dreidel in it and then transfers all the memories of the last week into him like a flash drive. Yeah. <laughs> and then he knows and he's like, this all happened to us? Yeah. And then she kisses and then he kisses her or lets I, her kiss I him. No, see, you hated that. And I didn't hate it as much because I wanted him to understand everything they'd been through. No, I know. And it's a suspension of disbelief thing. And I got, yeah. well, and it, it does in, explain <laughs> then how her mother and Bex and everybody, and everybody who wasn't yeah, part yeah. of the line who were affected by it ended no, no, up No, no, no. So, and the fine. thing is, is that the tool is fun. Look, it's the, it's the trans, it's the transport that I had a problem with because I don't think that the Dungeons and Dragons dice box dreidel thing needed, that doesn't make any sense to me. What it should have been was she should have gotten an idea, handed him the dreidel, and told him to spin it. 
And then mm-hmm. he should have gotten all the gotten all the memories or something. Yeah, that would have been cool. And then and then it just could have spun, and then his and then his his oh. eyes could have shut, and all everything could have spun around his set as head it's or going round and round. As it's going round and round. Yeah, that um, would have been good. Good fix, Paige. Yeah, I think that that's it because because I think that that's the only problem with that is that I don't think that it makes sense to put the dreidel in a Dungeons and Dragons box and then be like, oh yeah, like how did that occur to her? It doesn't make any sense, and there's no connection between Dungeons and, and Dragons. And how did he get? The Unless box that is a Dungeons and Dragons thing, I don't know. It could Maybe be. there's something but, 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 but Grandma Rosie's been through this too. So did 70 years ago or 60 years ago, <laughs> did she have Par this? cheesy box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, cribbage, obviously. No. It's, <laughs> it's if, if, if the box, the thing fits magically in that box. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, might, I agree with you because I actually did get, I actually did get stuck on that. I don't know why I sounded like that. <laughs> um, I actually did get stuck on that part because- it was like, okay, so he just happened to have the box the whole time. How did how did this work for her parents? How did this work for Shoshana? How did this work for Grandma Rosie? How did this work for everybody else? Mm-hmm. So, you know, whatever. I mean, I would think, though, you would probably, uh, if you have a, an antique dreidel, especially mm-hmm. if you've made it out of clay. <laughs> and when it's dry it, and ready. You know what's funny? I be, always have delicate, that. It could be though. You know what's funny? I always have that song a little bit stuck in my head. I made it out of clay. I don't know why. I always, always, always have it a little bit stuck in my head. Hmm. I don't know why. I have no idea. I am not I am not of the Jewish faith. I do not sing that song at the holidays. I have no clue. I don't hear it a lot. I have no idea why it's stuck in my head. Well, when you when when I was pregnant with you at the holiday time, I did put headphones on my belly and like John Mulaney playing. Tom Jones. Just gonna. Oh, I, so I'm, I'm thinking. I'm gonna get her used to getting a song stuck in her head because I know that is the worst thing that ever happens to me. If she can handle this, she can handle everything. Wow, rude. Uh, so we know the answer. We know the answer. Do you like this movie? We loved it. Loved it. What was your favorite part of this movie? The dad. Hands down, I was surprised when the dad said, "Oh no, no, it's okay. It's only on the seventh night in the presence of your soulmate," and yep. we find out everyone knew. Hands down. That surprised me. I did mm-hmm. not see that coming. Yeah. Great. Same. That moment was a great twist. I love a, I could watch I every one late... of those movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I Yes, I would watch mm-hmm. every single one of their movies 1000%. I don't want to steal yours even though I could. I agree with that one. I could have said that one too. So I'll, I'll pick a different one and mm-hmm. it's hard not to just say the beanbag scene and just watch that one over and over again. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. But, and it's, I mean, is it just the general comedy of this movie? Is it just, I don't know. I mean, it's a lot of things. I really liked the, it really reminded me of watching, it was very much the vibe of the OC in a lot of ways. It just had that feeling to it, to the comic book store and the sort of like the the gang figuring out yeah. a, a problem kind of thing. And like, and you were just rooting for everybody, liked yeah. everybody, liked everybody's relationship God, with yeah. everybody else. I really can't pick something I liked. I just was so relieved to watch a movie I liked. <laughs> I'm shocked. Yeah, I just loved it. It was just very, very, very good. Because quite um, literally, my first thought was, not Groundhog Day again. You know, like, oh, that really God, is yeah. the way you, you come to think of it, because that has been ma- remade in such tired ways so mm-hmm. many times. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I, I loved it. I don't have a fix. Nope. I think I already said my fixes, and I think you just, you know, yours mm-hmm. were the same, so... Mm-hmm. Nothing more to say there. Just a perfect film, and I'll watch it again. I would have seen this in theaters. I will tell other people to watch it. Uh huh. I would watch this tonight with Jack, but I think he's still a little. Yeah. But this was a great movie, and uh, yeah, I've got, I've got, not, except for you know what? I would of the people I would like to see again. Oh my god, I'd love to all see of Rachel and, and Dad. I'd love to see all Grandma of them. Rosie, Rachel, Shoshana, Bex. And mom didn't make a huge impression. No, that's why I'm not mentioning her. It's not bad. I don't think she had a ton of lines is why I think. No, it's fine. I'm just saying of the people I would actively love to see again. And I would, I would love also to see, I feel so bad. We don't know the nameless Zach's nameless best friend's name, but, Mm -hmm. but he was integral to the plot. So I know here's to you, whoever you are. Miles, Milo. I don't know. I don't know. Miles is our dear, dear patron. I know. I do. We love that Miles too. I, I do don't know why. I don't know why I think that that's that guy's name. Maybe it's just correct. 
Okay, his name was Seth. Maybe okay, that's that also why never, the OC so easily came to mind. That's why the OC was coming <laughs> to mind. So well, I mean, I think I, the comic book shop also just really looked like it and everything. But there was there was a lot, but also just the little you know the three of them trying to figure it out. And you always love a character who I I love the reveal when a main character has to admit something to a trusted friend that something supernatural is happening and I won't mm-hmm. say anything further, but Paige's 2025 book has that in spades. Like I was I, just dying for tell somebody what's going on. But um, actually my, that my book is being announced the same day that this episode comes out tomorrow today when this episode is coming out. So yes. What do you mean announced? The pub lunch is being, is being Got released okay. today on my birthday. Hep- so. Happy birthday, Paige. I know. It's my birthday when it's coming out. <laughs> We're all celebrating you, but I was in 16 hours of labor. It's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of celebrating me, you can come wish me a happy birthday on <laughs> Nameless Best Friends. And uh, just a reminder that we are about to release the Hannah Waddingdom. Oh, my God. The Hannah Waddingdom Patreon episode. Let's just Uh, say this. I believe, was it not 48 minutes? Was it something? It was 44 minutes long. 44 minutes long, if anybody needs to have that information. It was 44 minutes long and at least two glasses of wine. (laughs) Yeah. If you're a Ted Lasso fan, you're going to either be more satisfied or more disillusioned. It's kind of a toss up. It is. It is. And yeah, that that was pretty crazy. So if you're a Patreon member... Uh, you will be getting that episode soon. We'll be recording that episode uh, post-haste. and <laughs> Post-haste. Post-haste. And that'll be out soon for you. And yeah, for Christmas, we're going to be doing uh, some Christmas movies. And we'll mm-hmm. have a super special guest or two. And that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. And other than that, that's about it. We'll see you soon. Yeah, thanks for joining us. As always, we appreciate you. Yep, cheers. Bye. Say hi to everybody. (laughs) Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.